Hi, I'm Jada. And I'm Cassidy. And this is Books with Benefits. This week we read Morning Glory Milking Farm by C.M. Nascosta, and we have lots of things to say about it. warning. This podcast is not intended for anyone under the age of 18. Trigger warnings provided by the author include cock milking, non-human anatomy, size difference, and a lot of fluid. So the Goodreads summary (laughs) is the following. Violet is a typical down-on-her-luck millennial, mid-twenties, overeducated, and drowning in debt, on the verge of moving into her parents' basement. When a lifeline appears in the form of a very unconventional job in neighboring Cambric Creek, she has no choice but to grab it with both hands. Morning Glory Milking Farm offers full-time hours, full benefits, and generous pay with no experience needed. There's only one catch. The clientele is grade A certified prime beef with the manly, meaty endowments to match. Okay. Milking Minotaurs isn't something Violet ever considered as a career option, but she's determined to turn the opportunity into a uh, reversal of fortune. When a stern, deep-voiced client begins to specifically request her for his milking sessions, uh, maintaining her professionalism and keeping him out of her dreams is easier said than done. Violet is resolved to make a dent in her student loans and afford name and afford name brand orange juice and one-sided. Oh, this is just the funniest fucking summary. <laughs> I <ever>. know. <laughs> On and out of our league, Minotaur is not part of her plan, uh, unless her feelings aren't so one-sided after all. Now let me just say, dun dun dun. I that. Uh, summary, I don't mm. think really represents the vibes this book brings. No, 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 no. It doesn't, I don't think it does it justice because I even told you coming into this there, I was like, there's no way I'm reading this book. And then you were like, I know. actually, it's pretty good. And I was like, now what the fuck? It is a book about milking. And like the line, like the line, clientele is grade A certified prime <laughs> beef. <laughs> so cheesy <laughs> and surprisingly like this book is not cheesy <laughs> oh my god i just oh, yeah shit. that doesn't do it justice because the book really is not that cheesy like i couldn't stop from laughing while i was reading that summary yeah but nonetheless the book really i mean it didn't like make me laugh like that in any circumstance no no it wasn't like a like a oh gosh <laughs> oh my god it was good it was good i think let's talk about our ratings and then we can dive into this one okay okay what do you have for overall i gave it four stars i also gave it four stars which surprised me i did not think it was going to end up there yeah i for me like this book really wasn't lacking in any area 
I like it maybe could have given me more, but I really wasn't like, oh, I really didn't like that for anything. Right, right. Yeah, I think it was uh I'm pretty impressed with the number one, the writing for a book. I don't want to say like this, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. Um Yeah, the writing was good. And I I do think that the sometimes books that don't have and I know we'll talk about this a little more, don't have a, a crazy plot line, don't keep my attention but this one did and i was kind of shook mm-hmm. okay. and the the book cover for like kindle is terrible it's oh really yeah bad. not good not good but the 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 cover for the audiobook is, is really so much good. better yes it is so good it's so so much better because it popped up on my kindle because i had looked for it there too well well also we should go ahead and preface we listened to this book um yeah. This Both is, like, the did. first really, really spicy book I've even listened to. And, honestly, it was not a bad spicy book to listen to. No, I thought it was really good. I think, yeah. Okay, what did you give it for Smut? Really good job. I gave it a 3.5. I gave it a 4. Yeah, and the only reason I gave mine less is because they really didn't do it that much in the book. Right. Towards, it was, like, the end of the book. Mainly because I rated it Smut because there were so many, like... There's a lot of there's a lot of dicks and right and right 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 yeah <laughs> lots of smutty interactions, but yeah they're not they're not inherently sexual I guess. Yeah, so um, I I can see giving it a four as well. Okay, what about kink? I give it a three. I give it a four. I mean, just because it wasn't like a lot of the things they were doing wasn't like inherently kinky. I agree, but I also... But I mean, she works at, like, a fucking Minotaur milking farm. Right, like, so that's kind, of, that's kind of kinky. <laughs> I mean, you kind of read my mind there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think that... Okay, fluff-wise, what'd you give it? I gave it a 2.5. Okay, well, I gave it a 3. And I do feel like that both of those are justified. Like, it wasn't non-fluffy. It just wasn't, like... Mega fluffy. Overly fluffy. Right. Yeah. But I like that the it didn't like the book didn't rely on characters being fluffy to to push it. Like yeah, it was good. I what like do what do you think about plot? But a four. I gave it a three point five, so we're right on it again. Um like the plot is what I liked about it. I did But I can also see that exact same thing being why other people don't like right, it. Right, right, right. Why why they're not interested in it. Yeah. I I agree with that, and I think it's hard, too, because I – yeah, well, and I told you when I first started the book, I almost didn't give it a chance because I was like, where is this going? Like, what is happening here? And then finally it kind of – like, I, I think once things got settled and the plot was a little more clear, I think that was easier for me to read. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think we were right on it with this book. Something, like <clears> – <throat> something about – like what we're kind of talking about is that there's no huge like conflicts that happen. Like, okay, I'm not going to say like, but there was something I really thought was going to happen in this book that I was like kind of dreading, but it never happened. And I'm happy that it didn't happen. So I, I don't like, know if, if I know what you're some, talking about. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll about explain a bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if like, I'm sure some other people feel like this, because, like, I have really bad anxiety, and I get anxiety in books when things are happening that feel stressful to me or, like, I can see coming or this or that. But if you ever feel like that, I really don't 
think you need to worry about it in this book because it's just chill. Like, right, it's just right. calm. And it's like, yeah. you're just looking at people's lives. Like, and, from like, the outside a developing in. relationship. And, like, that's all it is. Like, it doesn't have to – there doesn't have to be, like, a fallout or a blow-up. Or and something then to crazy. Come back together. Right, right. I do yeah. think I appreciated that because I think we've read some crazy shit uh, over the last few months. And this was, like uh. – Honestly, a lot of smut books are crazy shit. Yeah, they are. <laughs> a lot of them. Most of them, I would say. Most of them. And I think this one <laughs> does a them, good yeah. job of teetering the line of not crazy shit and also still entertaining. And it was so refreshing. It's just like this super cute little, like, yep. I always want to yep. say, like, interracial town. I know, like it inter- really is. Yeah, <laughs> interspecial. Is it? Interspecies town and... <laughs> Uh, it's so cute and like the coffee shops and the friend that she makes and yes, it's just, yeah, it's very sweet and warm and cozy. It's a very cozy read. Yeah, the de- the descriptions of the like the other characters are even like really good. And I think the I well and at the end of the audiobook, there's like the setup for more in that town. And I think I'd be interested in reading some more by this author. She ha- uh, the next one's out. She has another one out. It's called like the sweet berries. Or <laughs> yeah, I yeah, 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 berries yeah, yeah. And cream. Berry, berries and cream, berries and cream. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew it was something berries, and that's all that was coming. To <laughs> I do think yes, I I agree. I think this book was good overall. I think it gave me what I needed right now, honestly, in a book. Um, yeah. And I really recommend the audiobook. Like yeah, I thought it was yeah. really good. And I think some audiobooks make me fall asleep, and this was not one of them. Like, ever. Uh, they don't ever make me fall asleep, so I can't really... I have bad attention anyway, so... Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I can listen to an audiobook while I do, like, anything. Now, my whole I life. admire you. I do normally, like, in the morning when I'm getting ready for work, I listen. That's about an hour of time. And then sometimes yeah. in the evenings, I'll come home and listen. But then I'm tired, and I'm going to go to sleep, so... Um, I think I consume more YouTube than anyone on this earth. I think you're probably right. You're always on freaking YouTube, bro. <laughs> I'm always watching because I have to be listening to something at all times. Anytime I call Cass, anytime. True crime. (laughs) Any single time I call and she answers, she said, hang on, I got to pause my YouTube video. I said, what? What, Like, what are you you watching? Because I'm listening to my true crime. Have you seen every video on YouTube? Because at this point, I would not doubt it. Well, I have my my favorite girl and she does the best videos I've ever seen. Uh, Shout out Stephanie Harlow. She, She also has... A podcast with Derek Lavaster. <laughs> I wonder called, if I think it's called True Crime Weekly. Maybe we could read or, a, a spooky murder smutty book and see if they would collab with us. Oh God, they would never. She would never knew I existed. But well, maybe that's why we just start sending um, emails anyway. But I'm really obs- I just love them. I love um, her. I think okay. anyway. Yes. So anyway, yeah. Sorry, we're kind of all over the place today, people. Um. <laughs> If you want to read the book, pause now, which we recommend this book. I, I think I can say with yeah. confidence that we do. Um, so go ahead and pause, and we will see you in a minute. Books. Okay, so good old Morning Glory Milking Farm um, starts off with a girl, Violet, as we talked about in the plot summary um, that Cass gave from Goodreads. 
Um, she is pretty young. She's just out of school. She's got a lot of credit card and student loan debt. Girl, me too. Um, and girl, she, me too. <laughs> girl, me too. Um, and she is uh, just trying to pay her bills and pay all of that off at the same time. Yeah, she and, doesn't want to go have to move into her parents' house. Right, right, which preach. Because she can't find, like, a good job <laughs> in, like, her field. Yeah, and that sucks. So... She starts looking at ads, and she finds one for good old Morning Glory Milking Farm, and uh, she applies, and first of all, she's like, what the hell am I going to be doing here? And there's really no true explanation online. So she goes in, and she kind of learns the way of the job, and it's uh, jerking off big old minotaurs to get their semen for pharmaceutical purposes, which you figure out later is actually used as, like, Viagra pills, which I kind of thought was crazy. Um, so yeah, but well, Viagra pills for humans anyway. Um, so anyone, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess for, well, I guess could be orcs or elves or (laughs) vampires, whoever needs it, I guess. And this like section of the book is actually quite long. I mean, her like finding the job, um, interviewing, reading, watching all these videos, meeting people, like this is a decent chunk of the first part of the book. Yes, yeah, that part one is like pretty lengthy, um, and that she really. But I is enjoyed just... it. I I liked it. I think that was it was losing it for you, but I, I was n- well, and I was nervous because I was like, when are we gonna actually get to the job? Like, because by that point you like deduce what's happening and like. I don't know. I mean, I think I I was also I've been very very sick <laughs> over the last week, and I was like brain dead, and so listening to anything was like impossible, but. I do think at that point I was almost kind of hesitant um, for like what was going to come next. Like I didn't, I was like expecting a romance, obviously, because we had talked a little bit about the book, but I wasn't sure when that was actually going to occur. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then so that that's a pretty hefty chunk. Um, and then she starts jerking off the Minotaurs as her job. Yeah. Um, and they have like a big collector, and it like her. Looks... And I mean, her first Minotaur. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Yeah. What an experience. I know, but like, yeah, she re- they really do just jerk them off and then take a suction, it, right? And they suck up that semen. <laughs> I know, and it's, and I want everyone to like fully grasp that like. The Minotaur are getting paid to do this, and it's not, not just like, like like they are coming pay. and paying for this service to be done. No, like, they're getting they paid. Getting paid. Yeah. So like, not only well, and that just shows how valuable the Minotaur semen is, because not only are they paying the milking techs, <laughs> when they... will anyone else in their whole yeah. life say that? Yeah. Line? <laughs> That's so valuable. <laughs> the Minotaur semen. Is. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. <laughs> That's how valuable it is. Yeah. Um, but I do think it is It is funny. Um, so that being said, you know, they, they, you know, she's jerking off minotaurs and encounters this mm-hmm. big old sexy minotaur. Um, <laughs> his name is Rourke. She doesn't know that for a while. But after the, the first time she sees him, um, he starts requesting her. And so mm-hmm. she gets this little purple sticker on his folder, and um, 
and she kind of figures out that he requested her, obviously, because she knows what he likes and it does a good job at it. And then yeah. it turns into more. He starts, like, actually having conversations with her. They talk. Um, he suggests, like, a coffee shop nearby. Um, and, the, and the surrounding area just seems like the most quaint, adorable. I know. I want to li- go there. I know. I want to go there, too. Um, <laughs> and I think that's the hard part. About I want reading. one of those honeycomb lattes yes. more than I've ever wanted anything. Yes. It sounds so good. I know. We need to try to make yeah. one. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll message the author and be like, "If you could tell us what's in the honeycomb latte." Can you give latte. us? <laughs> oh yeah, like and they like specifically she, have yeah, the rest. She'd be like, "What the fuck?" Or he? I don't know who wrote. The, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl who wrote the book, but I would. I don't want to assume a woman, but um, they you know, maybe they do have a recipe. Maybe they maybe they have something mm-hmm. they reference in real life that that's what they drink. So. Uh, maybe mm. we will. Maybe that's what we'll do one day is we'll email a bunch of authors and ask for recipes of dishes and yeah, we'll and make smut TikTok books. Yeah. Oh, we'll make a TikTok. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're getting we're getting real big on TikTok. Almost oh. 100 followers. I think. <laughs> Almost 100 followers. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, milking, they start yes. hanging. Like they they start kind of going on these little yeah, dates going hanging out. out. Um, and it does not like nothing in this book moves as fast as I think you would assume it would. Yeah. It never gets crazy. I mean, it's never like, like, I mean, it's not like their first date they're smashing. I mean, they went on dates and dates and dates and dates and dates and dates. And And it was funny too, because he is such a gentleman. Rourke is adorable. Um, and he just does all the right things, but there are, like, little anecdotes about, like, her and Rourke both that, like, I really appreciated. Um, like, uh, there's the one part where this kind of goes off the deep end here. So this is after they do be fucking. And um, she's, like, giving him head, and she gasps. Oh, I love this part. I love this and part. He's like, he's, like, doubles over, and he's like, he's like oh, my God. Stop, he's like, stop stop. stop, stop. If you gag, I gag. And he's like, I can't handle Don't do that again. And she's like, oh, my God. She's, like, cracking up. She's like, this big-ass minotaur is, like, having a That cracked shit me fit. up. I thought it was so yes, funny. Yes, it was good. And I think those, like, I don't want to say, like, normal moments, but that's what they feel like. Like, real-life yeah. moments. Like, we were talking about this book being in the genre, like, Slice of Life, which I had never heard of until this book. Um and I don't well, think I've and ever I don't read think this. It's like, I've read some other, like, I mean, it's more considered in, like, fantasy genre. They'll use that term a lot. Right. And it's not like anyone I don't know if they've yeah. ever referenced this book as. But to yeah. me, that's what it, like, feels like. I mean, like, I'm also reading Legends and Lattes right now, which is a super cute little fantasy book. Maybe I'll read and, that, too. Oh, it's, it's so cute. It's, it's about a coffee shop. Anyway, the vibes... I mean, there's no smut in that, but the vibes are kind of there. Good, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's I. I didn't think I was gonna enjoy it. Like I said, that first part, I was like, "Where? What is the point? Can we get there?" And then the more I like grew to appreciate her, like going through the motions of like some of those day to day activity, like whether it's going to the coffee shop or driving to work or you know, whatever yeah. it was. I really, I kind of got into not, and I, I very rarely I think commit to the female character. And, yeah, I but like I her did. A lot, I I do. Yeah, and I supported her like viewpoint of like we should have like an integrated society, and she would, she kind of would have those thoughts to herself a lot of I like know. why are we separated? Like why are? And things... I even love that, the, like it went in depth about the conversation like she had with her mom 
And she, it wasn't like this, she kept it or lied. She just said, I have a boyfriend, he works here, and he's a minotaur. Right, and that's the end of that. And so you can feel how you would like to feel about that. Because in this book, there is like a little, still a little bit of like like stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around like interracial couples. Yeah, and I do think that. Not interracial, interspecies couples. You keep saying that, but it's funny. I know, but it's like that's, that's what it feels like. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it is like interspecies, like whatever. But I guess they're different. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, well, maybe it is race. I don't know. But um, <laughs> it's fantasy, so who knows? But like, I agree with Cass. I think that that's a really significant part of this book, but it's not like overdone or it's not like, yeah, like a overbearing theme. Um, and you know, and the author could have went with that of like, then there was this big blow up with the family and then she had to overcome this or she had to choose between, but none of that ever happened. And what I thought was going to happen, I was waiting and waiting and waiting. I thought she was going to get fired from that job. There was going to be a big thing that happened and I kept waiting for it. And I'm like, Oh shit. But it never happened. And I was like, I love it that 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 didn't didn't happen. happen. Yeah. And it was so relieving because there was that one girl that uh she like trained and like the train yeah and she was kind of i don't want to say she wasn't rude to her she was just trying to obviously make her do her job correctly but i know i got a little nervous or, i know i was point. afraid that girl was like gonna come back to bite her in the ass and Cause I, I know because violet's over there being all getting all crazy with it right because <laughs> violet's like Jesus. here look you should do it like this and then yeah. let me show you how to jack off a minotaur then you keep bitch. gotta keep grabbing his balls like this. <laughs> <laughs> but i do think it's you're right, though. Like, normally I would be, like, holding my breath for those plot points to finally happen. And when I was holding my breath and it never came, it was almost relieving of, like, oh, thank God. Like, they can just it live their just lives. It was just so refreshing. It literally is just watching two people, like, figure – well, more, like, specifically, one person figure their life out, then kind of fall in love and start dating. And yep. But that's, like, all it is. There does – like, it. there didn't have to be – like extra All this conflict and, and like there were so like, many opportunities for conflict too oh so many opportunities. it was like and with between with the, the job and the family yeah, um, those are two huge the ones. ex-wife the neighbor that could have been like oh conspired. my god i forgot about the I, ex-wife both of those i was like what the fuck i was like oh no i really cannot handle that and then i know neither of it them just, came no it was so good i know um but yeah i, I think I think it was hard for me to appreciate initially until I like grasped the, the point of the book. Um, or even the conversation of her being like, well, do you want me to quit working at the milking farm? Yes. And he's like, why would I, why would like, I, want I met you, to you do there? That. Why would I ever ask you to do that? <laughs> like, and I'm like, Big Daddy Roar. <laughs> you gonna be like that? <laughs> Big Daddy Roar. <laughs> it really, I have never been so attracted to a minotaur in my entire life. Although, you want to know something really hilarious and funny to me? Oh, Lord. I was reading um, (laughs) reading some of the Goodreads reviews. And uh, I I like reading one-star reviews, okay? They just crack me up. And one person, I mean, gave it like a one-star review. And you know, and it was hard for me to get this out of my mind after they said it. But they were like, I couldn't stop picturing Zootopia while I was reading this no! book. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. And you know, like, the captain, like, <gasps> police guy? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. But in a way, I'm like, God 
Damn. Like, why do you got to say that? But also, you're not really wrong. I know. And so that was I'm just glad you didn't me tell out. me that until now. I know, right? Because <laughs> now you can't unsee it. No, but I, I like the... <laughs> Like the picture of, um, like when we were talking about the covers, yeah, the the cover with Rourke on it is like kind of what I've had in my mind, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, although sometimes I look at that and I'm like, wow, I really just shipped her with a whole R- ass with a whole fucking cow. cow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I hope he never hears this, but I'm going on a date with a guy tonight, and he asked me what my most recent read was. Completely ignored the fact that it's Morning Glory Milking Farm, and I was like. Oh, ha, 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 ha. like what, I've been. I told him played a prisoner because that's not oh necessarily God. a lie, and it's still, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I cannot tell this man <laughs> that this is what I'm reading. Gosh, and like the cover on like Goodreads is so, it's so bad, and it it's literally like it's horrible. <laughs> has like a glove that someone's snapping and like it looks like you just made it on like just like slept slept that bitch on uh what's like, that paint word art is <laughs> <Paint>. it <laughs> oh let me put a couple but, of clip art and then i had one of my friends like screen sh- like she got a e- <laughs> she got an email update of my goodreads and oh, of course no. it had to be that one so she screenshots it and sends it to me and no. it's like shame <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, hell. Oh, my gosh. But I think, though, like, with both the cover and the description is two reasons why people either may judge this book without even reading it. Oh or two, God. like, don't even want, don't even pick it up. Oh, God. I do think so, it's hard because I think I wouldn't have picked it up if it wouldn't have been for you. I know, well, I'd seen, like, a lot of people talk about it before, but what's funny is the reason it started getting traction and reason people started reading it was because it was like this, oh, my oh, God, like, this is about a Minotaur milking farm. This taboo thing. I know, yeah, but really, I think this was such a good book. I agree. Like, I think it was really worth, like, the, like, the amount of, the amount of time it took, first of all, it's a short book, it's not super long, and I think it was, like... I don't want to say like it's like it's not overbearing. It's not a, like a heavy it's read. Relaxing like to yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that overall, I was impressed for sure. Yeah, and there's a lot of um, foreskins in this book. If you're in, oh that. yeah, if you're into foreskins, you've you've got the right book. Um, <laughs> a lot of pinkies going into the foreskins. <laughs> that kind of had me with the heebie-jeebies at first. I don't know if I can handle it. I will say though, I am so impressed with the narr like the like narrator of the audiobook. Yes. She did a good job. No, she did so good. Yes. Like at no point was I ever like, oh, that's cringy. Like, I don't no. know. She just did such a good job. She did a really good job. And I think sometimes with the narrators, I mean, we've recently talked about a book series I was listening to that was not a fan of the narrator, yeah, but yeah. and I just put up with it, but like her, I didn't feel like I was putting up with anything. Like it was just good to listen to. Yeah, it was. So, yeah. I think overall this book has really left a good imprint in our brains so far. Um, like, with even just the discussions we've had about, uh, like, the style of the book, um, mm-hmm. I think it's been really good. Another thing that is kind of interesting is, um, I guess they have, like, 
I'm trying to think of a texture that is going to compare to this. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, um, Mod, mod Podge. <laughs> mod Podge. Yeah. Yeah. Mod Podge. Um, like, I specifically yeah. remember a scene where, like, they're in the shower and then he comes on the shower floor and he's like, oh, shit, I'm going to clog the drain. He's like, damn it. And then he has to, like, grab this powder enzyme and or sprinkle something it on and <laughs> sprinkle over it. I'm like, God damn. For real. I was like, oh, shit. And he has, like, a thing of it in his shower to, like, just keep it I know. there. And throw the just little packet the on shower. it. In I the shower. In the shower. Like, what the hell? Like, that's a mess. And wait, how many, like, milliliters or no, something? No, it's 20, they... 24 ounces. 24 ounces. Yeah, that's like a 32-ounce McDonald's cup. That's the first thing that came to my mind is, like, a little Gosh. less than a 24-ounce or a 32-ounce McDonald's cup. Like a totally normal shit. water bottle is like seventeen ounces. Yeah, it's not not a lot. <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's a, so much fucking cum. I know, bro. I'd be like <laughs> swimming in that shit. I know. It's kind of <laughs> almost like uh, thinking about like like you'd be doused but... in it. <laughs> it really... god, and if you ever like, if they ever come in your mouth, I mean, you will die. I <laughs> You'll mean, drown. You... Well, and she did. <laughs> she fucking drown. swallowed it like a champ. What? Is I she know, okay? Like, She's like drinking. But, like, that's not that's not like a, a quick one and done swallow. No, that's like a you throw the fuck up. You can't even swallow that. That's much. so much liquid. Oh God. <laughs> I can't even swallow shot glass. I just swallow fucking a fucking two liter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, so there are some things in this book. <laughs> I mean, mm. I actually didn't. I mean, I don't hate that. Good for her, I guess. But, like, damn. What a champ. And normally, normally I do like books whenever there's a lot of... Mm. See? One time I read this book. What was it called? Um, I think it was called, like, Run and Hide or something like that. Interesting. It was a monster book. And one of them, what was he? He was su- he's some kind of water thing. I don't know, but he looks human. Anyway, when he fucking would come came inside her, uh oh, it's like this little snake like thing would like come out of his dick and go into her uterus and like pump it full and like so her stomach would distend. No. And then he would push it, and then it would, like, all come out. Oh, my God. Oh, no. That's terrifying. What Yeah, and and she didn't know what was happening the first time. He (gasps) didn't tell her. What? (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, that's not this book, but whenever I think of all the cum, I think of just all the different crazy books I've read with the cum. Um, Yeah, that sounds awfully fucking crazy, bro. What in the hell? (laughs) No, okay, one thing I wanted to mention to you was the whole yeah. uh, piercing. I thought that was a really cool oh, moment yeah, yeah. in the book. Uh, so Rourke has, like, the septum piercing, the which standard bull nose piercing. Um, uh-huh. But in this world, it's a symbol of, like, commitment um, yeah. or, like, marriage or, you know, something like that. And uh, he has one, and that's what leads Violet to be like, why do you have that? 
And he's like, well, I was married, but now I'm divorced and I've been waiting. I just meaning to get it out, but I just haven't yet. And then like not long after he like has it taken out. And I just think also that... this could have been a huge miscommunication thing. Yes, as well. yes. It could have been bad or it could have like, been like tense. Someone could have said something to her. She could have learned it was a marriage thing and never talked to him for like a long time. And like all this stuff could happen. But she was just like, what's up with that? And right, he's why like, do you have that? I used to be married. Like, that's so... Right, and she's like, oh, okay. Grade A communication in this fucking I book. think that that might be what kept me in it. That might be, honestly. Grade like A, the, bitch. This is the back and forth between the two. And everything is so genuine. It's never, like, ill... There's no ill wishes, like, in the book. Yeah. Hardly, like, at all. Yeah. I mean, it's really good. Um, Okay, as far as, like, smut goes in this book... I do think that the anticipation was actually a really good build. Um, yeah. Especially with, like, the fact that he, they were actually dating. Like, it wasn't just a, I oh, I encountered you somewhere and now we're going to fuck. Like, because I think that happens a lot in smut books um, of, like, oh, I ran into you once and now we're going to get it on. And, I mean, yeah. that's fine. But the... Like I felt like this was more real. Um yeah. and man, he had a he has a dirty fucking mouth whenever he feels yeah, like Yeah, god it. damn, motherfucker. <laughs> Holy shit. Like they're going all these and she's getting so fed up. Like her friend keeps like waxing her yes. and stuff. <laughs> she's like, I'm and fucking the, sick of it. I know, and then she's just like what the hell? Right. Like, she's like, why do we not fuck yet? She literally is like trying to seduce him in the middle of a restaurant. And I mean, I guess it kind of it yeah, works. It works. <laughs> <laughs> also, that scene. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And any uh, y'all know any kind of like fingering scene. I'm like all down for. And this one was yeah. like good. It was really good. And there were I started a couple reading of them. A, I started reading a book last night. You and your book. And. Um, it had a finger scene that you would like. Oh. Although, I was gonna initially maybe suggest us read it for the podcast, but I'm saying no to that now uh -oh, because uh -oh. I think I think the book is really problematic. Oh no! And I've been seeing the ser this series being talked about, uh -oh. but no, I think it's really problematic, and so we're one day I think it. one day I think that you and I should have a podcast uh, episode that is like Jada and Cast Tell All, and we talk about the books we DNF'd. The books that we hated, um, authors we're not fans of. Um, I think we do it because at this point we have nothing to lose. We don't have that many yeah. listeners. I don't think anyone's going to hear it, so I'm not too worried about it. And then it, it's going to get popular and blow up, and then we're going to get canceled. But because um, yeah. like, this book was just like so, it's like very sexist, but not even the way that a lot of like smut books are. It's like deliberate. You're like, wow. Oh no, that's that's no, real no, no. and also i don't think i have noticed they're at a, a hotel i don't think i've noticed one person other than a white person being in this whole place. oh no, no 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 and i'm just it just gives me such the vibes of like i feel like if i look into this author problematic <laughs> immediately problematic yeah uh. also i don't know if this is uh i don't even know if i should say this right now but i've been uh -oh. hearing some things uh -oh. about an author uh-oh <laughs> Uh-oh. Is it one I know? Yeah. Is it one I love? It's one. No. Oh. Well, it's it's the it's the Rainy Days author. Oh no. Canceled. Oh yeah. no. I know. Now we can never oh. talk about those. Fuck. 
What's what up I with mean, these authors ending up being pieces of shit? Like, come on. Come on. you got a community to be loyal to, and that community includes everyone. If you can't write books for all the people... Go off, bitch. If you can't write books for all people, why are you writing books? Like, I'm not kidding. I think if you're a problematic author, if you've got other shit that you know is going to be bad juju for you, keep that to your own damn self. Because if not, <laughs> you ruin the books for everyone else. Like, this is not yeah. this has not just been one author. There has been another author for us, I remember, that it was it was not good. And we, well, I heard, you heard some shit about this author. And then I still read the book because I really, truly didn't know about it. But now, like, that puts a bad taste in my mouth about the books. Like, later on, like, mm-hmm. I... Then when anytime I hear about the books or reference the book or think about the book, the bad parts come to mind too. Yeah. And and, and I like hate it that. It was even worse because it was kind of like something was brought up from like one I want to say it was an old like an older book about like the commentary was brought up. Right. And it was her reaction to the commentary. Uh. Is like like she was like very like respond like she, very poor response. Was she and, like, racist? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Also, I don't know how some of these people can write books and live in a fictional world, okay, when they're writing these books. And in that fictional world, there are people of one color or of one, you know, I, I just don't under, I don't understand. Like, if, if ever we were to write a book, I have a feeling that there would be people not only of different colors, and but also different species. And, I mean, I think that that in and of itself should lend to any reader's thoughts of like if your author is writing either a solely white uh you know yeah cookie cutter characters like in the in the white people world no we, th- then that that's yeah. not a realistic I think it says like i think it says a lot about someone when they are writing a book into them i mean that's their perfect world and in their perfect world there are only white people and race of people like yes yes regardless of if it's just white people or something else like i think that lack of inclusivity in some books really kind of just throws the whole book um or like when only good things happen to right, a certain race of right. characters or only bad things happen to a different certain race of characters. right right like there's been um this is kind of not in the book world, but there's been talk about a certain popular director uh, recently with um, only s- casting black people as the evil characters. And I think that in and of itself says enough about the director. I mean, of course, it, you have to do some more looking into it and, you know, you got to read about things like that but um, and do your own research. But I do think that you're exactly right. As soon as, like, something like that is solidified in a book or a movie or TV show, whatever it is, then that says enough about the people behind that work of, you know, of consumable material. So I think that it's, it's frustrating because uh, there are books that I know both of us would read, but they're by certain authors or they have like these books that I'm talking about right now. I fully intend on like intended on, on us making a podcast about them. But That's so sad. Not now. And it's and it's sad that it, like it has to be like that or that people like I know it like in that situation if she would have 
you know, talked about it and been realistic and owned up and like had that moment of like understanding, then it would be different than getting if you get defensive, I think that's says something. That's massive. the problem. Yeah. That's when the problem happens. And I do think there I I do think there are authors that are genuine and have written worlds that are probably like that and they didn't mean to. Um Yeah. Or if they did, they acknowledged that they did. Um, yeah. And I mean, I can't think of anyone in particular right now, but like, I'm sure there's authors out there that that's happened to, or they've, you know, done that. But I do think it's yeah. all about the way, number one, the way you handle it. And number two, the way that you write future books. I think that, and it, it can't be forced, like throwing a random character in there um, of another Which race. Which I do feel like happens a lot. Right. That does. Ha- <laughs> I, I agree. I do think it happens a lot. It's not. That's Although, not... I mean, I guess it can be a stepping stone, though, of like, at least someone's trying, right. I guess, if it is still done. Like, at least they're making the effort. But I do think that's not the end all be all. Um, yeah. And I think education in the long run is the biggest thing they can do is like learn to be better writers or to be more inclusive writers. Um, yeah. And of course, I've never written a book, all... so I don't know how that would be. But yeah nonetheless and well all this to say i don't know and <laughs> okay i know we just had this long talk i don't know I'll, hardly anything about this author so i'm sure that this author of this book maybe is good but i can speak <laughs> on the book that we read and i know that the book was very inclusive and i really enjoyed it i know i didn't see any of that in the book no yeah we didn't see any but, of that in this book and i think that it says something in and of itself sure it was not like i guess not a racial discussion because this was like a fantasy book with different species. But even that discussion in this book mm-hmm. was talking about how even in places where the housing was more inclusive for those different species, how the housing prices were skyrocketing because they're more desired because they are inclusive. Yeah. And then there were like, okay, when the author talked about, uh, well, the, like the character, she was, um, in the like the little corner store by her apartment and she realized that the only section for goods for like a certain species outside of the human race um was like all cornered to one back part and bottom shelf part of the store um Mm -hmm. and how she had never realized that before until she had been out of her area and experienced like what life could be like when it wasn't that way um yeah and i think that was a really significant point in the book too i don't think it, of course it wasn't huge any huge interaction or anything but i think that that said a yeah. lot about the character and i think even like comments like that in that book they have they have direct relations to like real life topics yeah definitely i mean i mean go into any <laughs> i know we're getting really deep with this right now <laughs> no but i think it's necessary <laughs> Like, like, I mean, go into any Walmart and look at the, like, Asian food section, for example. Yes, I mean, yes. It, but th- that's just saying, like, how it relates to we might not, like, we're very privileged and we might not see the differences. But sometimes it just takes examples to be like, oh, wow, that is actually pretty accurate even for my life. Currently. Right, even in, like, our world, which is unfortunate. But I think it's also, like, a pretty good eye-opener. Um, I do think that this book surprised me with those points because I didn't expect that coming into a book titled mm-hmm. Morning Glory Milking Farm. Um, I that, know, I know. I just really, <laughs> I like if say we had left it at like Morning Glory, then maybe I could have let it slide. 
but Morning Glory Milking yeah. Farm, that does not set you up for thinking that these plot points or like these big themes are going to be so visible, even though they are like so, underlying. Yeah. And it was so natural. It wasn't like it's like throwing in your face these points because it's right. not written like that. It's written as kind of just a observation and there's Absolutely. not huge bouts of commentary on it. Right, like it's I think it's, it's, it's that kind of character's of internal thought that's the important part. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think this was yeah. a good discussion because it's it's hard to have these talks about books because there are books that we love that I think teeter on the line. Um yeah. And it's hard because yeah. acknowledging like the bias or the the lack of inclusivity in the writing is important. Even yeah. if you love the book, you love the things in the book, but I think those are, it's significant. Um, and noting and those are like, important. Yeah. And I do feel like in 2023 next year, I mean, for me, I, yes, I'm an avid reader, but now we also have a podcast. Yeah. And something I would like to do better and I would like to be better about is like, looking into like the authors of the books that not only I'm reading but I'm promoting to you guys right because that's important too so, and I do think we've done I just kind of have like my rose-colored glasses on a yeah. lot and I just oh see a book and I read it and I think and about it but I don't take slide. the time to like do look research. into anything else or really consider the any other aspects and like I would hate if I then recommended something and you guys were like oh well that's actually like, I didn't do my due diligence of, like, looking into anything before I recommended and made this whole video on something. Right. I do think it, that is – that's a really good point because, obviously, I do also not do that because you recommend all the books to me. But I know because um, I recommend everything <laughs> to you, so it would all be me. Um, Cass is, like, the resident book hunter for this venture, but um, she just has a lot more knowledge about, like, how to find books and what books to read and things like that, but – I yeah. think you're right. You're right on it. I mean, I would even be willing to help if that, you know, for things like that. And I think it's important. You're right that we consider those things in the new year. Um, and from this point on, because it's hard because I don't think we've had anything significant that I could point out about authors we've read so far. But um, still, like even in the past, like for not the podcast, as you just noted, like we've read that author, love that author's books. And then. Now it turns out there's shit. Like, I know. And that sucks. And I I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just us, though. A lot of people really enjoy some of these books. Right, that, some of these series, yeah. And I just hate that it... I mean, hell, look at fucking Harry Potter books. Okay, we're not going to get into I that. know, I know, but it's, it's the same, right along the same line. It really and is. And it's just as terrible that you can, like... There's nothing inherently wrong with the book, or, like, a specific book, but the author mm -hmm. has to go and just be a sh total fucking shitbag, and then it just ruins it, and because then, you yeah. don't want to support that. Yeah, it takes everything away from it, and that sucks. I do think that, yeah. you know, I think you're right if we start doing our due diligence with these authors and the books before we read them. I think reading more of the reviews on goodreads are a good place to start even because yeah. i think that says a lot about a and book even like tic like if you search an author's name into like tiktok 
that is that like people in there give pretty good information and that's where I mean, I feel like people are really talk about current, like, social things going on. Yeah, I definitely agree. TikTok, I will say, you know, it can be a madhouse of information, but I think it also has a good a good way of relaying things that maybe not everyone sees immediately, and so it's a good way to spread, especially in book talk. Um, mm-hmm. Spread not like, only... Like, that's where I found out about the that thing that happened. Oh, God. <laughs> God, I bet that was traumatizing to hear that. No, it really well. Be no, it really was because we Although, we okay, love those, that series, but nonetheless, okay. But yes, Morning Glory uh, Milking Farm, it's a win. Can we believe that we had this conversation from for a book Morning Glory? <laughs> I mean, I didn't expect it, but honestly, I'm not mad about it. And I'm not saying like if you guys read it, I'm not saying that this is like the end all be all yes, like yes. greatest thing you're ever going to read. But it's just good. Yeah, I think it it's wasn't just good. It's just cozy the the writing is good the commentary is good i liked i thought the characters the like character development was Was really good good. yeah relationships all of it i just really enjoyed it was good and i do think like we talked about it's not a five-star book but those four stars it earned every single one of them yeah like i think if this book had been a little bit longer and added like a few more like Plot points. Not not saying anything crazy. No, I think nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I think with all that being said, Morning Glory Milking Farm. Read it. Um. We really don't know what we have planned for you guys for next week. Uh. Yeah. We're taking it day by day right now, so we'll let you know what we're gonna read when you tune in next week. Yep. Go follow us on TikTok. Yeah. Go fucking follow us on TikTok, you <laughs> hoes. Um. We Books need- with benefits pod. Our, maybe our 100th follower will send, like, a little prize, too. Oh. Oh. I'll do Thank it. Thank you. That's what we're doing. Just a little prize. So go follow us on TikTok, you shits. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Other than that, if you have any book suggestions, we're always welcoming them. We have a website. I don't know if we've ever we promoted do. that. I don't think um, so. com. Go check us out. Mm-hmm. That's B-O-O-K-S-W-I-T-H-B-E-N-E-F-I-T-S-P-O-D.com. Wow. Thank you God, for that. that's spelling. This shows why I was in the spelling bee in the fourth grade. Anyway. Um, but, yeah. So, thanks for tuning in. We love you guys. Have a happy yeah, week. Well. Adios. See you all next week. Bye.